This is the Employment Law Show. Welcome to it. 632 Monday evening. That means it's uh, time to go. Get set, get educated, get smarter when it comes to your employment law rights. How do you do that? You listen to the show every day of the week. We go Monday to Thursday, 630 to 7, and the weekend shows as well. So here we go. It's uh, John Scholes here once again with my good pal Alex Lucifero, partner, Sam Firu to Mark and LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in the country. Got lots to get through over the next uh, half hour, including your phone calls. You want to talk to Alex uh, outside of this half hour anytime? Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca and the phone number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. But as always, we encourage you to call in live here, get some immediate answers. You will be uh, invited to be on air and ask your questions, helping others as well. Want to get to maternity leave? True or false? That's on the way here in just a moment. But Alex, we always start with a uh, a case of the day, pal. What do you got going on? Hey, Johnny. Thanks very much. Great to be here Mm -hmm. as usual. It's been a busy Monday. Lots of people contacting us with questions about uh, employment law issues. Fielded a ton of different questions today, John. Of course, uh, termination, severance, pay is uh, top of the list as usual. I also spoke to some individuals about their temporary layoffs, um, spoke to someone about a medical leave of absence. And of course, we're still getting questions about COVID-19 vaccination policies in the workplace and you know as you know john i always encourage people to contact us seek out that help seek out the information and the advice that they need to help solve their workplace problems feel free to call into the show right now that would be absolutely uh, great happy to field your questions live uh, on air and get you pointed in the right direction if you're maybe a little bit too shy for the airwaves if you want to contact us at the office instead maybe your situation's a little more complicated maybe it's very confidential Give us a call at the office, however you want to get a hold of us. The important thing is that if you have a question about your work, if you're being let go from your job, if you feel like your employer is not holding up its end of the bargain somehow, you need to speak with an employment lawyer as soon as possible. These kinds of conversations cannot wait. Actually, typically waiting will impact what options and rights you have as an employee if you wait too long. Uh, and of course, the more information, the more knowledge you have, the more that you can go your to your employer prepared and armed with a knowledge of the way the law works in your particular situation, the more protected and prepared you're going to be to deal with whatever workplace issue you're dealing with. So uh, extremely important stuff, uh, uh, John. And, you know, an example of that, let's talk about uh, a case uh, that actually came across my desk just today. It's why we call it the case of the day, of course. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be helping this gentleman um, resolve his workplace uh, dispute. But I think it was an, uh, it's a good example of an important lesson for our listeners out there. I have to say, John, we are starting to see kind of across the board, across industries, uh, more terminations, more employers letting employees go. You know, they do say a recession is on the way. I hope that's not true. Uh, I hope it's not the case. But, you know, we're, we're seeing the signs. Employers are restructuring, changing direction. And that means, unfortunately, people are being let go. And again, this is an interesting example of that. I spoke to a very, uh, very nice gentleman, young gentleman. He was in his mid 30s, but uh, had been with the company pretty much. It's been his uh, his longest period of an employment. He's been with this company for about eight years. So since his uh, kind of mid to late 20s, worked his way, started uh, really uh, as a customer service rep, worked his way up to a supervisor position uh, and just the other day was given notice that in two weeks time uh, his employer is going to be closing down. Uh, They are ceasing operations. They are no longer going to be operating uh, moving forward 
And this gentleman was given two weeks, and I think a host of other employees as well, John, uh, uh, were given two weeks notice uh, of this. The uh, employer is closing its doors as of the end of August 2022. Uh, Concerningly, very concerningly, that's effectively all the company has told these employees. They've also said that because they're shutting down, they don't owe these employees any additional severance. The two weeks of notice that they're being provided uh, is enough, according to the employer, uh, John. And so this gentleman contacted me. We had a conversation uh, today, and he wanted to know, is this legit? Is this right? He actually mentioned to me, John, explicitly, I hear you guys on the radio all the time. Uh, I know for a fact this two weeks of notice isn't correct. Uh, and as you know, as our longtime listeners will know, that is 110% true. Yep. Regardless of the fact that the employer is ceasing operations, is closing down its business, and I should clarify there, they're not claiming bankruptcy, John. Right. Uh, yep. Right. So they're not, you know, they're not going into receivership. They haven't claimed bankruptcy. They simply decided uh, to stop the business effectively. And in a situation like that, Despite what many, many people out there, including this employer apparently, thinks employees that are being let go as a result of a business closure are still owed severance. They're actually owed the exact same amount of severance they would otherwise be owed based on their age, position, and years of service uh, if, it, if the business wasn't closing, if they were just losing their uh, employment for any other uh, reason. It's what we call a without cause termination. And, and again, this gentleman knew this already because of listening to the show, John. And so I explained to them, well, you're in your mid thirties. You've been with the company for eight years. You're in a supervisor position. He was earning a pretty good income, having kind of built it up over the course of eight years with raises and promotions, etc. This gentleman, John's going to be looking at an eight month severance package. He's going to be owed, I would say at least eight months, about a month per every year of service as his severance entitlements, again, based on his age, position, and years of service. And again, he's now in a situation where he's owed eight months of pay, which is tens and tens of thousands of dollars of yep. money. Uh, you know, Again, this guy was making good money, and he's only ever been, he's only been offered two weeks of notice. Uh, uh, John, there's something wrong here, right? There's obviously a disconnect between what this employer thinks its obligations are and what its, emplo- its uh, obligations actually are and what its employees are owed as severance. It's going to be a rude awakening for yeah. this employer. And there's no question they owe this money, uh, uh, John. So I'm curious to see how this is going to pan out. Hopefully, it's simply a bit of an education for this employer and uh, that they quickly realize what their severance obligations uh, are. I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know how this goes over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's interesting because quite often when we talk about a case just like that, it's it's one of two things. The employer is either well aware that they're, uh, they should be doing more than just two weeks notice. They owe a lot more. They're just hoping that the soon-to-be ex-employee isn't the wiser. Or B, they are ignorant themselves and don't realize, oh, I'm breaking the law. I'm not fulfilling my you know employment law duties to actually give this person more money. It's usually one of those two. I mean, what does your spidey sense tell you? Yeah, so this is a relatively small shop, and it's effectively a family business. And so, uh, you know, I'll give them the benefit. I'll give the employer the benefit of the doubt for now, John, and say, you know, let's chalk this up to inexperience and a lack of having received proper advice when closing a business. You know, they might have consulted with their accountant. They might have even consulted a corporate lawyer, a commercial lawyer. 
they may not have consulted an employment lawyer. And again, it's a good lesson for businesses out there as well, for employers out there as well. If you're listening to this, uh, you know, it's important to get advice whenever you're making, you know, huge decisions with respect to your business, what kind of impact Mm -hmm. your uh, employment obligations will have on the business is an important consideration. You know, if we're going to be cynical about it, uh, uh, John, then maybe they're trying to pull a fast one here and get away with, you know, paying minimal severance to their employees. Again, I hope it's not the case. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt, chalk it up to inexperience. Uh, but, uh, you know, the the, uh, the leash will be very tight here. If they don't pay up and pay up quick, uh, this employer is going to be in for uh, for a tough road ahead. You bet. And uh, by the way, to reach out to Alex anytime, employer or employee, to clear things up ahead of time, your due diligence, it's uh, 185 one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred help at employmentlawyer.ca. And there's lots of information uh, to be found as well, even before the phone call takes place at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. You can use that anytime as well. Want to get into our topic for the evening, uh, your maternity leave, true or false? There's a lot of misinformation about this topic, so we're going to get to it because it's an important one. Number one, if a woman is pregnant when accepting the new job, she must advise the employer of the pregnancy. How about that one, pal? True or false? Yeah, I think this is probably uh, misconception 101 when it comes yeah. to pregnancy and you know employment uh, laws and rights. And you know the answer is it's absolutely false, uh, John. A woman does not need to disclose, does not need to advise an employer that she's pregnant uh, when accepting a new job or interviewing or applying uh, for a, a new job. And the reason why that is very simply, uh, John, is because an employer is not allowed to discriminate against uh, a, uh, uh, a woman uh, because of her pregnancy or because she may or may not be pregnant. That would be discrimination on the basis of gender under our human rights legislation uh, in Ontario. And so, no, a woman doesn't have to disclose that she's pregnant or that she plans on getting pregnant, perhaps, or, or that she has any plans with respect to pregnancy, really, at any stage, really, in the job interview process, whether that's upon submitting an application or during an interview process, or as, you know, I think the question you asked is when accepting a new job, certainly when accepting a new job uh, either. So, you know, women should know that. Again, it's, uh, I have to say, it's a question that we get extremely often, and it's a very straightforward one. So hopefully now we've answered it uh, definitively for our listeners uh, out there. No, a woman doesn't have to disclose that she's pregnant when interviewing for a job. And, you know, I mean, yes, it can rub the employer, potential employer the wrong way. Like, oh, man, why did you tell me? Just be just be cool about it. But, yeah, legally they don't have to uh, don't have to, to spill the beans, so to speak. So uh, so there you go. We'll get to more of these maternity, true or false, in just here uh, in just a moment. But in the meantime, as we get into a short break, encouraging you to give us a call, ask your questions about this or any other topic. Maybe it's a simple severance question. No problem. Do it for yourself, a friend or pal or a colleague or Monday night edition employment law show continues. Welcome back to the employment law show. You bet. Six forty-six. Welcome back on the show. Indeed, we're talking about the maternity. True or false? It can be a subject a lot of people are in the dark about, but we try to shed some light here on the show every time as we get a caller lined up. Always top priority. Get the calls on first. Chris, thanks for uh, taking the time tonight. How are you? How about yourself? Beauty, what's uh, what's on your mind, pal? Well, my dad, he just turned 65 on Friday, and uh, his company has told him about a year ago that they're about to close and uh, relocate to a different area, and uh, they're, getting, they're giving him about a, a week per year 
and he's been there about 30 years. And so, effectively, your dad, uh, your dad's employment is coming to an end, Chris. So I, I gather from uh, from the severance offer that he's not moving to this new location. No, no, no. He, well, he has to. If he relocates, he's going to sell his house, and it's a two and a half hour drive from here. So there's oh, no wow. point of him. Yeah, and he's he's just turned sixty five. So I told him, why can you spend, you know, your time traveling, selling your house, relocating? You're sixty five. Just enjoy life. Absolutely, absolutely, Chris. And listen, practically speaking, of course that makes sense, right? It doesn't make sense to have to relocate entirely at that age and having, you know, having given that many years of service. Legally speaking, I can also tell you because of that distance, and quite frankly, even if it was an hour away, I would say your dad has no legal obligation to accept a move like that. He can very reasonable say, no, thank you. I'm not able to move. His employer still, still owes him severance. And it still yeah. owes him the same amount of severance it would otherwise owe uh, in any kind of regular termination situation. That severance, uh, Chris, I would say is almost certainly well, well more than 30 weeks of pay than one week per year uh, of service. If he's been there for 30 years and he's 65 years of age, there is an extremely high likelihood, Chris, that he might be looking at 24 months oh. of pay, two years of pay. That is generally the maximum amount of severance that is owed to employees. But Chris, it's typically reserved for employees that are in their you know, mid to late 60s or older with 20, 25 plus years of service. Quite frankly, even if your dad is in kind of a general laborer position or you know, a, a, uh, uh, you know, a very simple uh, position, not earning a huge amount of money, it's still very likely he's owed something in the range of 24 months of severance. So please do him a favor, Chris. Tell him not to sign off on that document. He needs to speak with an employment lawyer right away. Let's obviously get into the details of the situation, what's being offered exactly, what kind of response he should give to his employer. Tell him to give us a call uh, at the office. The Let's have is, a chat. The, the thing is, he doesn't speak uh, English. He speaks uh, only Portuguese. So I, and, I, and I told him, you know, he's like, oh, they're going to give me like $3,000 right $3,000 go, buddy, but what's, the, you know, you're putting old way more than $3,000. you have been there for 30 years. What's $30,000? Yeah. It's nothing. $3,000 for a guy like you that's been there for 30 years? It's 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 pocket change, man. It's nothing. You, you owe a lot more than that. They're just, uh, you know, playing with you guys. Yeah, yeah. They're probably just giving him what, what you know, what they think he'll accept. It sounds, Chris, yeah. like he needs a translator if he only speaks Portuguese. Maybe you can help him out in that respect. Maybe you can be yeah. kind of the go, the go between, or you know, it could be anybody yeah. really, but obviously somebody that he trusts that he's comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. Whether it's you or your, you know, maybe you have another sibling, whomever really. Listen, yeah. before your dad signs off, he should get advice for sure, at least so he understands what his options are and what his rights are. You know, this could be this could be a significant amount of money, uh, uh, right? One hundred percent, especially yeah. the amount of years that he's been there. And uh, you know, I told him, but he, he a lot more. Like, do you think that? Uh, and it, it's not just him; it's like around two hundred people that work there. They're all, they're all getting the same thing as he's getting. Wow. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and again, the employer is going to know this, Chris. This is not complicated stuff, That's right. right? This is not very technical stuff. These kind of severance conversations are usually very, very straightforward, probably a lot more straightforward than your dad thinks it is. So again, 
listen, the starting point is give us a call at the office. Let's have a chat. Let, let's explore what options uh, we have. I'm more than happy to speak to your dad myself or with anyone, uh, any else of our, our representatives uh, in the Toronto office. Again, let's have a chat and, and uh, see what we can do for you here. Chris, appreciate that. And uh, here is that number as we uh, as we let you go. It is one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Chris, appreciate you calling through and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Yeah, seven and a half months for a thirty year employee might be a little light. I'm thinking might be a little light, Alex. <laughs> wow, and that's putting it mildly, John. Abs- yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's extremely light, and and again, you know. People think that that you know we exaggerate these kinds of situations when we say two years of pay as severance. I mean, we really don't, especially when we're talking about like you know Chris's dad, a you know sixty-five year old, thirty-plus year employee. Yeah. You know, it's hard not to give an employee like that twenty-four months. I mean, it's that straight. Yeah, he's a rock star. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, we see it all the time, John. Employers. Uh, you know, take advantage of employees that don't know what their rights are, that don't know how much severance they're owed. They just assume the employer is doing right by them mm-hmm. and they sign off pretty much on the spot or the day yeah. later without having received advice. You are literally leaving tens and tens of thousands of dollars on the table. Once you sign on that dotted line and accept the severance package like that, you are done. There is nothing yeah. an employment lawyer can do for you. Uh, that's it. You've accepted the offer. Uh, and it's a done deal. So before you do that, make sure you get advice from an employment lawyer. Uh, again, you know, it could literally change your life. Maternity, true or false, back into that. An employee can be disciplined if her performance suffers because of her pregnancy. True or false? Yeah, I, I hope this is an obvious one, yeah. uh, uh, John. No, an, an employee cannot be dis- disciplined uh, even if she's ha- even if there are performance issues there, if they are related to her pregnancy. Of course, pregnancy will affect uh, you know, uh, an employee's health status. It affects you physically in a dramatic way, of course. And for those reasons, you may have some issues at work. You know, if your work is very physical, um, you know, if it's very labor intensive, you're going to need some accommodating in the workplace if you're pregnant and your employer has to play ball in that respect. They have to accommodate you. They, they cannot punish you because you require more frequent breaks, for example, uh, as a result of your pregnancy or because you can't do a certain kind of work because of your pregnancy. You can't get disciplined. You can't put, be put on a performance improvement plan for that reason. It's a form of accommodation that the employer has to provide, um, provided it is, of course, based on the pregnancy in and of itself. Listen, if the performance issues are unrelated completely to the pregnancy, uh, right? Well, you know, then perhaps discipline might be warranted. But if it's in any way related uh, to the pregnancy, then again, there has to be an accommodation there. You cannot punish an employee uh, if the work suffers a little bit because the individual is pregnant. Number three, an employer can hire a replacement for the employee who is going on a pregnancy or paternal leave. True or false? Yeah, that's actually true, uh, John. So absolutely an employer can hire a replacement for the employee going on uh, going on pregnancy leave or, or parental leave. Uh, for that matter. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and it makes perfect sense. Of course, you're going to need someone to do the work uh, of the person that's going uh, on leave. Whether you fill that position internally by assigning another employee to the company, or alternatively, and this is completely legal as well, hire someone external, right? We see it all the time. Of course, there's contract positions. Uh, If you go on Indeed right now, John, you'll see thousands of them probably. Contract positions for a certain period of time 
to cover a leave, to cover a maternity leave or, or parental leave, completely legal. Uh, next one is this. Uh, well, actually, no, speaking of that again, now, the, the the employer is allowed, of course, to hire somebody to cover a position because they got to run a business. But unlike a disability leave, when that person comes back, could possibly be their own job, might be something different within the company. The person who comes back from a uh, paternal leave has to have the same job waiting for them, right? Even if the person who filled in is amazing, better than the original, doesn't matter, right? 110% absolutely. Uh-huh. That is uh, enshrined in our legislation in Ontario and again across the province or across the country rather uh, as well. Someone coming back from a parental leave or a maternity leave absolutely has the right uh, to his or well to her, well his or her if it's a parental leave, job no. back as it was the day that they left it. Same terms of employment. This is actually generally true even for medical leaves, John, as you uh, as you were alluding to, uh, or, or even if there's some sort of other leave or some sort of temporary right. layoff, uh, potentially, you have the right to go back to the same job uh, that you left when you went on that uh, leave. Uh, and it has to be the same effectively in every capacity, same position, same pay, same schedule, uh, same reporting structure. Uh it is possible, however, I might be jumping the gun a little bit here, John, but you'll tell me. It is possible that things change within a company, right? So let's say a department closes mm-hmm. while you're on leave uh, or, you know, I don't know, an employer restructures its operations and your position no longer exists. If that's truly the case, John, it's not even where the analysis ends for this employee. It's not as if all of a sudden they're terminated. They would have the right to go into a comparable role. So again, right. that means same salary. Uh, same position or same kind of position, or at least at an equal level within the company, not you know without it being a demotion. That's an inherent right as well, and one that's often overlooked. Last one is this about uh, maternity leave, true or false? Assuming the employer needs to terminate an employee on maternity leave for legitimate reasons, the employer can let the employee go at any time. True or false? That is false, John. They can't let yeah. the employee go at any time. You can't let an employee go during a mat leave. Uh, even if their position has been eliminated, again, to my to my earlier point, you have to look for a comparable role. If there is no comparable role, well, then, yes, perhaps you can let that employee go, but only once they're back from the leave. You cannot terminate an employee mid-maternity leave or mid-parental leave. That is a breach of the Employment Standards Act in Ontario. It's also likely a breach of human rights legislation in Ontario. So big no-no. You've got to wait till the employee comes back. Yeah, because you don't know. You don't have a crystal ball. It could be the beginning of a year and a half or 18-month maternity leave. You don't know what's going to happen with the company in, in that next year and a half, so you got to play it uh, play it safe legally, right? You may very well have a position yeah. for that employee when they're yep. actually ready to come back, right? Things change, exactly. as you said. You bet. And that is it for another show. It's quick. It's dirty. But, man, we uh, we get her done. We're going to be back in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the Saturday shows as well, starting at 6.30 right till 7. In the meantime, reach out to Alex and his team, one 821 5900 The number, email help at employmentlawyer.ca and a free and anonymous website built just for you. Lots to be learned there. Contact information and the severance pay calculator. Don't you know? PocketEmploymentLawyer.ca. We'll catch you tomorrow night, 6.30, right here on the Employment Law Show. 